Good evening and welcome to another episode of the Kriebentrog Stock Market News. Today is Monday, the 10th of April, 2023. Sit back, relax and enjoy today's episode. Wall Street opened today again after the long trading weekend. It was very interesting to see how markets reacted to Friday's jobs report today. I talked about the jobs report in yesterday's special episode in great detail. Um, If you want to take a look at that, that will definitely be very insightful if you're interested about um, the jobs report. This week will be incredibly interesting. On Wednesday, we will get CPI data. On Thursday, we will get PPI data and earnings season starts next week as well. BlackRock, JP Morgan and Citigroup will all report quarterly results on Friday. After last week's jobs report, the chance of another rate hike in May of 25 basis points certainly increased. Mohamed El Erian believes that, based on the way the Fed has been arguing, the most recent jobs report does not justify a pause by the Fed in May. Now, the most important data point before the rate decision is the CPI number, which we will get this week. I personally do not believe that we will get enough data to convince the Fed not to raise rates by another 25 basis points in the next meeting. Regarding this topic, Bloomberg quotes Ian Lingen, head of U.S. strategy at BMO Capital Markets. He believes that the jobs report provides, quote, no hurdle for the Fed to raise rates again. On top of that, he believes that, quote, with the unemployment landscape remaining surprisingly robust, despite the cumulative global policy tightening in place, The Fed's looking rate decision will almost entirely be contingent on the March CPI report, end of quote. Overall equities have been mixed today because of the increased chance of another interest rate hike based on the recent jobs report. The S&P 500 finished the trading day up 0.1% at 4,109. However, it did fall as much as a tenth of a percent at one point during today's trading day. The Dow Jones Industrial Average finished in the green with three tenths of a percent and increased to 33,587. The Nasdaq 100 was down 0.087%, barely unchanged, at 13,051. At one point, the Nasdaq was down by as much as 1.5% during today's trading session. Bloomberg wrote a very interesting piece today about the bond market, which is worth mentioning in today's episode. In March, the two-year Treasury yield dipped the most since 1982, according to Bloomberg. When we got the most recent news out of the banking sector, Treasury yields dipped significantly. This shows us that the bond market is indeed pricing in a recession. However, given the lack of new bad news in the banking sector and the very strong jobs report, it seems to be the case that the bond market is pricing in a recession too quickly or too extreme. Too, too much on the extreme side. Bob Elliott, chief investment officer of Unlimited Funds, believes that, quote, each day there isn't a banking crisis is another day indicating that the current pricing doesn't make sense, end of quote. 
I believe that the yield curve cannot keep steepening while we are still getting economic data which clearly shows that the economy is still in a very resilient position and treasury yields will have to correct to the upside. In fact, it is usually the case that the two-year treasury yield rises above the final federal funds rate, which indicates that it would not be too surprising if the two-year yield increases to 5% or even higher, even though we are far away from that point at the moment. Today we have seen treasury yields rise again. The 10-year treasury yield in um, ended today's trading day in the plus with around 4 basis points and increased to 3.419%, while the VIX volatility index increased by 0.54 points to 18.94. How will the VIX perform in the coming weeks? Basam, managing partner at Simplify Asset Management, said to Bloomberg today that it is, quote, just a matter of time until the VIX picks up. Over the past 30 years, we have seen a large correlation between the shape of the yield curve credit spreads and implied volatility and i mean all the volatility measures including the vix and move the whole pack of the risk metrics are very correlated over the long term end of quote transportation and energy performed the best today communication services was the loser of today's trading session Let us talk some more about the upcoming earnings season. Jamie Dimon believes that the earnings of the big banks will be better than expected. This would be a good start to the earnings season and probably will put upward pressure on equities and might be the beginning of another short-term rally on Wall Street. Last but not least, I would like to talk about interest rate risks and credit risks because this is indeed a very interesting topic. What we have seen in the past couple of weeks is the markets transitioning from being worried more about credit risks instead of interest rate hikes or interest rate risks. I remember that back in 2022, I talked about this good news is bad news topic many times. Markets always reacted quite badly to good economic news because they because this would ultimately mean that the Fed has to keep rates higher for longer. The bull story of Wall Street in 2022 was basically all about seeing economic weakness so that Wall Street could continue to talk about a Fed pivot and engineer a bear market rally by doing so. In 2023, Wall Street became more worried about the economy and credit risks became a bigger fear. What should we be more worried about at the moment? Mohamed El-Erian, president of Queen's College, said on Bloomberg Television right after the jobs report that this jobs report shows that markets could be more worried about interest rate risks instead of credit risks because given such a such strong economic data, the Fed has to stay higher for longer or keep rates higher for longer in order to restore price stability by bringing inflation back to the 2% target. As of now, I believe the markets are moving back and forth between being more worried about credit risks and interest rate risks. Markus Koch explains this very nicely in his most recent Closing Bell podcast episode. Right now, markets are sometimes celebrating good news and sometimes it is celebrating bad news because bad news in the economy means that the Fed will be less hawkish in the current interest rate hike cycle. However, Sometimes bad news is actually being treated as bad news by the markets and this constant back and forth of the past weeks has been very confusing and irritating but it highlights one thing 
namely that the Fed is data dependent and the markets um, know that. This data dependency is a risk because it means that the Fed is more reactive than proactive and because data is backward looking, which makes it very hard to make the right policy decisions and fully take into account the lag of monetary policy. At the, end of, at the end of the day, markets have to consider after every data point how it could influence the monetary policy decisions by the Fed, and that creates a lot of volatility. This topic will be very important in the upcoming earnings season as well as um, because uh, investors will have to ask themselves whether they should go long or short based on, for example, good earnings reports by various companies. Wall Street seems to be undecided and that also seems the case for the very data-dependent Federal Reserve. The question of if we will get a soft landing or a hard landing is another crucial question for equity markets. Generally speaking, the end of an interest rate hike cycle is bullish for markets, except if the cycle ends in a recession. The IMF believes that global economic growth in the next five years could be the weakest in 30 years. However, it must be mentioned that the IMF has mostly failed to accurately uh, predict economic slowdowns in the past. If we do get a soft landing, then this would be a bullish scenario for markets, while a hard landing would be bearish. Hence, it is very important to keep an eye on economic data. We are seeing some slowdowns in the economy, while on the other hand, we are getting other data points that indicate a still very resilient economy. For example, the jobs report of last week. Hence, it will be very crucial to keep an eye on upcoming economic data, not only in order to get a better understanding of how much longer interest rates need to stay on a high level, but also in order to better predict whether we will get a soft or a hard landing. Last but not least, let's take a look at a couple of more individual values. W WTI crude oil futures fell slightly today, but remain near two-month highs. Gold futures fell significantly for the second session in a row, while the US dollar increased by the most in almost two weeks. Tesla shares were down three-tenths of a percent after the announcement that Tesla will lower prices for their electric vehicles. And that is it for today's stock market coverage. This week will be full of economic data and I'm very much looking forward to reporting about it. Another episode of this podcast will be released on Tuesday, the 11th of April. See you soon and have a great evening. 